knowing that I, I have those internal systems that are, you know, email sequences that are going to handle this for me has been really helpful as has been just literally visualizing what my funnel looks like. And I want it to be simple. I want it to be dead simple. I want my business to make it hard for me to fail. It's easy to think that as a life, business, or health coach, there's a specific business model that you're supposed to follow. In fact, I've been hearing exactly that from business owners for years. First, they work on getting one-to-one services dialed in. Then they jump into group coaching. Then they start building out their programs into online courses or workshops. Eventually, they plan to retire one-on-one coaching and group coaching and enjoy their carefree new lives as selling online courses and snapping selfies from Cabo. Here's the thing. There is no such thing as the coaching business model. Plenty of successful life, business, and health coaches, along with money, mindset, and productivity coaches, run their businesses in all sorts of creative ways. But if you're not paying attention, you could easily miss what they're up to and how their businesses work. Today, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of one such creative coaching model. You're listening to What Works, the show about the unique ways small business owners are making it work in today's economy. And I'm your host, Tara McMullen. My guest today is Kyla Roma. Now, I've known Kyla for years, and I've always respected the way she balances the creative and the analytical. Kyla's approach to business coaching and strategy is no exception. About a year ago, Kyla started pioneering a new model for the way she'd deliver business coaching. In our interview, we go behind the scenes of how that model evolved and how it works today. Kyla and I chat about what prompted the idea, how she structures the coaching program, the unique way she incorporates technology to make the program more human, and how she markets the offer. If you have an innovative coaching model or your business defies the conventions of your industry, I'd love to hear from you too. Hit me up on Instagram where I'm at Tara underscore McMullen. Shoot me a message and tell me what works for you. Now let's find out what works for Kyla Roma. Kyla Roma, welcome to What Works. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. All right. So we're going to talk about how you're sort of reimagining what the coaching business model can look like. But before we get to that, I'm curious what your offerings looked like when you first got started with business coaching and strategy. I feel like I've tried just about everything. I started out doing uh, packages that were available for sale on my website. So I had three different packages and I did that for a little while. I then switched over to doing completely custom proposals. All of my work had been one-on-one up until now, but I really found that writing proposals was incredibly draining. And it just, so I I switched to saying that I did custom proposals, but secretly matching people to offers behind the scenes. There was a lot of just trying to figure it out and find a way to do this that worked best for my clients and that wasn't completely draining for me. That makes a ton of sense. I think most of us who have delivered one-on-one services at any point in our businesses are familiar with most of those feelings and most of those strategies for trying to rein in the workload that comes along with working one-on-one with people. So um, you kind of alluded to this already, but what really tipped you off or what gave you the motivation to make a significant change in the way you delivered your services? Well, it's definitely twofold. So I work with people around getting clear on what's going to attract their dream customers to them. And then on profitability, looking at their business model, uh, getting it down on paper, looking at what we can do to make them more profitable. And 
one of the things that I found again and again was that I was having the same conversations with my clients. So I would go from call to call to call to call, literally saying the same kinds of things, asking the same questions. And my clients were all having the same kind of aha moments as we were speaking and then making, you know, drawing their own conclusions and making the choices that were right for them. So that to me was definitely a, a clue that I needed to, uh, or that I could move into the direction of having a more streamlined process. And then also uh, for me, it was, I, I got pregnant, I was having a baby and doing lots of one-on-one -on -one meetings back to back, um, you, know, you know, five days a week just wasn't going to be a lifestyle that a newborn would really fit with. <laughs> so no. I, I needed to make some, I needed to make something that would work uh, well for my clients and really focus on getting them the results without taking so much of my time and something that would fit with having a family. That makes a ton of sense. Okay. Well, that leads us beautifully into the Indie Business Intensive. Can you tell us about the Indie Business Intensive and what it all entails, kind of how, how you work with your clients today? Absolutely. So it's been a year in the making. I literally, I was on my maternity leave. I was trying to figure out what it was going to be that I could do. Like I, I had been working with people one-on-one. -on -one. I ended up going on my maternity leave, really not having a clear picture of what my business would look like after. And I am a planner. I just, I love having a plan. So it was really, really uncomfortable for me, but I, I figured out that I would start doing more kind of a group offer. And I literally, I, I wrote a, I wrote an email about it, just kind of going complete, coming completely clean to my list saying, you know, this is what I've been trying to figure out. Uh, here's what happened to my business last year. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't, here's what I'm doing next. And basically what I, what I, what I've done is I took the main kind of milestones that all of my, uh, that my customers were going through or my clients were going through the big questions that they were coming up against the, uh, the challenges that they were having. And I, I looked at how I best help them solve those problems. And I put that into a, uh, into a two month plan. So they go through, start, you know, defining their brand a little bit more, just reacquainting themselves with what's going on in the market, who else is out there, how do they think about their brand and how do they want other people to think about it. And then we move into, so we start with that kind of self-reflection then look at profitability, and then look at how they can actually set up their own uh, their own marketing systems for themselves. They all of their profitability looks different. All of the types of offers that they have look different. All of the marketing systems that work well for them look completely different. Uh, and I'm really passionate about that because I don't think there's one solution that works. I don't think that forcing yourself into a cookie cutter is a good idea. Uh, so we we do that. But the neat thing about it is that they complete so they complete these exercises. And then we have a shared space where they can go post questions, they can share links to their work, and then I'll jump in and I will reply to them using video, I'll reply to them using audio recordings. And at the end of that two months where they've now got a complete marketing plan for the next quarter or the next year, then they have a month of completely custom coaching. So all of the crazy questions that they've had building up, all the things that they're so frustrated by or that just aren't, maybe they've, they've started implementing their plan and they're starting to see those results and they're not quite sure what to make of them. 
that for me is the, the really fun part where we can dig in and see, okay, where is this breaking down? Where are you not getting the results that you want? What's going on there? But we don't have to do it live and we don't have to do it uh, where we're all setting aside an entire, an entire hour a week. Okay, so let's talk about that not doing it live piece, because I know that kind of the technology behind this is actually a really interesting part of how this all works. So what what does your stack look like, essentially? What apps are you using and how do they fit together uh, so that you can deliver this in a way that feels really personal um, and so people feel like they're getting personal attention, but so that it's super streamlined for you? Definitely. I've tried to, uh, like, truthfully, I've tried different ways. So initially I started out with, uh, the exercises were all pre-written, but I was emailing them out to everybody and doing it all over email. And it, it was just still so much, uh, so much extra time and energy and it just wasn't effective. So what I did was I moved people over into a shared Facebook group and, that I think it, it's one of those people have feelings about them. <laughs> so if you just if you just cringed, I feel you. Uh, but it's a really wonderful environment. Everybody's already there, you know. So we've we've just I've gone with what's going to kind of fit into their life, and we have a so we have a shared Facebook group. That's where the conversation happens. That's where the coaching happens. The ha- I use Thinkific as my platform. So there's a, a member portal that people can log into. Inside of that portal, they get PDF exercises and they get linked over to the Facebook group. And so then when they have a question inside the Facebook group, they can write it. They can go live in the group if they want. Uh, and then the way that I answer is using an app called Loom. So L-O-O-M as in matter. And what it is, it's a, it's a service online where you can uh, film screen sharing. Uh, you, there is a free account. It limits you to, I feel like a platform evangelist right now. Um, <laughs> That's okay. We love that here. <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a free account that has some limits to it, but you can screencast beautifully with no, uh, there's no overlay of the, of the brand or anything on it. You can, um, so you can screencast anything on your desktop. You can film just yourself, or you can do a combo of the two. And what I find is that people will bring up their assignments and say, you know, or they'll bring up an Instagram post and say this, you know, this, I thought that this was really going to work. I feel like it's representing my brand values, but I'm not getting the engagement that I want what's happening. Here are the stats. And they can literally um, show me exactly what's going on by like clicking through and showing me what's happening. And then, um, and then I can go in, um, I can reply to their video. So let's say they ask a question at the two minute mark. I can then just type a reply at the two minute mark and it syncs up like on the timeline so they can see exactly what I'm responding to and where you can do emoji responses as they're talking, uh, or you can just, and oftentimes I'll, I'll just then f- put mine on and film a reply back. It works beautifully for anybody who's really time crunched. I, there's a lot of moms now who are, who are coming to this because it's a format of coaching that actually, you know, really fits into their life and it's more personal or more in depth than email. Um, but it's been, it's just been really wonderful. It, and it really works as well for people who live in other countries. We have, uh, I've had a woman who's an expat living in India and we were able to, you know, really explode her business through, you know, through this, but she, you know, she was never on the live calls. We have some live calls too. So there's more uh, group coaching functions. We have guest experts and everything, but you can really get that coaching experience uh, without having to be everywhere at the same time. 
Oh, I love that. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about this loom piece because I feel like this is an, a really important piece of how you're yeah. making things work. And I think that it's a really great opportunity for other people as well. Um, so it sounds like both the clients and you are using Loom. Does everyone have access to like one account or is it more of just a back and forth with you? So it's, so basically it can be either way. So some of the people inside of the group don't use it and that's completely fine. Um, they can comment without having to really do anything at all. They can, so I'll film, I'll film one and it looks almost like a little, like a streamlined YouTube kind of a channel where they can only see, they see just their video. There's a big comment box underneath. They can, and there's the little emoji spaces. So I, I basically, I post that in the comment to their, you know, to their Facebook post. They can just jump in, click that link and start typing a response to me. So they don't ever have to do that, especially if they don't feel comfortable on video. That's completely fine. If they want to, uh, then they can it, they can have their own account. They just sign in using their Google account uh, if they have one, uh, and then they can just uh, start recording their own. It uses basically anything just just built into your computer. It'll just it, you know it'll use your um, it'll use your video if you want. If you don't want to do video, it can just show a little picture of you. There's all kinds of options. It's been really really fun. Cool. And this is, you're using this the whole course of the intensive or are you using this specifically in that month of custom coaching? I use it throughout the entire thing. Like the, my whole thing is if they're working on something related to the assignments, then awesome. You know, I'm here for that. There's going to be other people who are at the same point in the program. So they can, you know, they can talk to each other, share, you know, share what's worked for them. Uh, but the, like the ability to go back and forth with me about anything that's on their mind related to their business, their marketing, their profit, ability. Like, I, I mean, just try to stop me from talking about that stuff. I eat that for <laughs> breakfast. Like any, so I, I, I have all these caveats brought up, uh, throughout it. I, I went in and I, I added them in where I was like, but if you want to geek out about anything else, I'm your friend, come in here. <laughs> like, let's jump in. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's dive into it. Cause I can't, you know, I just, I love talking about that stuff so much and I don't want any, anyone to feel like they have to hold back. So they can use the, they can use it to kick off a conversation or they can use it to, um, to talk about, uh, you know, about that custom coaching later on. If there's something, if they want to hold stuff until the end, then that's completely fine. But no, it's, I, I just want to, you know, I want to help them in whatever way works best for them. And I certainly wouldn't want people holding anything back. Gotcha. Okay. So then the custom coaching piece, are you doing that live or is that over Loom as well? That's over Loom. It's just, uh, you know, it, there's an, there's some implementation time inside of my program as well, but I really, you know, I really know that there's so much nuance and there's so much, uh, there's so much nuance. There's so many things that are going on in people's lives. There's so many other factors that are going into their decision-making that we, we do that all through loom. And we, I really wanted to give them space to feel like they can really bring those things to the forefront. We can really focus on anything else that they feel like isn't, is, is holding them back. You know, we touch, once we know what's going to make them more profitable, how their packages can be structured. We've, you know, we've looked at that. We've looked at their website. You know, I've given them an in-depth conversion optimized review of their website so that they can really, you know, they can really see if there's something there that's happening. They've then planned out their marketing. So we've really been, it's been really comprehensive. We've covered all the bases, but there's always other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's just to give them space to really um, make sure that they're getting the help that they need. 
Okay. All right. I get it. I think what I love most about this is that, you know, a lot of times we talk about using technology in the digital business space um, as being something that allows us to step back and maybe make the process more automated, make the process uh, a little less human. And what I love about what you're doing is that you have discovered a way to take technology and make what you do and the service that you offer more human. It's not just a, a personal touch and a personal connection, but it's really thinking about people's whole lives instead of just their lives as executives and small business owners. And I think that's brilliant. Oh, I'm so glad that you think so. It's been, it's just, it's so much fun. I love speaking with people. I love going into the details and honestly, it is faster for me. It is really effective and it's faster and more effective for them, but they're still experiencing the change. It's funny. I've at around the three week mark, I start getting uh, people saying, I'm so surprised at how much I've already, everything's changed. I don't, I wasn't expecting this. You know, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I, you know, it's really like things have really changed and this is really good. Do you know, this is really good. (laughs) Yeah. It's a cool way of doing things. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Okay. So let's get into more of the nitty gritty here. How many people do you accept into the indie business intensive at a time? Right now, uh, I mean, right now we don't have a, a hard limit on it. Um, okay. We haven't we haven't had like a huge pipeline with hundreds and hundreds of people coming through, uh, you know. So right now we're accepting people, we're accepting the classes or, or the kind of cohorts as they come through. Um, if we get to a place where there's you know, where we're experiencing kind of my upper limit, then we'll definitely cap it. But Right now, I'm just going based on what my time looks like, and uh, you know, and how much bandwidth I have to give to my to give to the students. So, um, right now, um, right now, it's all working. So we're just we're gonna see when I start to you know when my time starts to slip, and uh, then that that's when we're gonna use that as the uh, as kind of the marker for when we'll put a cap on the cohorts. Well, that makes sense. What works is brought to you by Gusto. Now that you've had time to think about what you want from your business in 2019, it's time to take action. If hiring is on your list, you might be feeling intimidated by the paperwork, the red tape, and the legal hoops you need to jump through. I know I was two years ago when I hired my first full-time employee. Then I found Gusto. Gusto makes it easy. We use Gusto to automatically file and pay our payroll taxes, manage time off, and offer benefits. Plus, listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. So if you're ready to grow your team in 2019, now's the time to start. Try a demo and test it out at gusto.com slash whatworks. That's gusto.com slash whatworks. Whatworks is also brought to you by Mighty Networks. Mighty Networks powers brands and businesses that bring people together. When I started my small business over 10 years ago, the people I brought together had to jump from platform to platform to interact, learn, and connect. We had one app for online courses, another for events, another for our content, and still another to talk together as a community. None of these apps talked to each other, of course, and most were a disaster on a phone or tablet. And on top of that, I had to pay for each one separately. Then we found Mighty Networks. Mighty Networks let us bring our website, content, courses, community, and events together all in one place. Plus, it made it easy to centralize fees and accept payments. Plus, Mighty Networks makes everything we create easy to access on mobile with our own app. Make 2019 the year you streamline the way you do business and build real relationships at the same time. Get started with Mighty Networks free of charge by visiting MightyNetworks.com. 
Mighty Networks is the easiest way to take your business to the next level. Um, I want to get to that time piece. Do you mind giving us an idea of like what the average cohort kind of looks like in terms of numbers? Oh, sure. I mean, like, yeah, sure. So, I mean, usually like it's around maybe 10 people, okay. seven people. Yeah. And around that. And then how many hours per week do you think you are spending specifically with those clients or, or on the work of servicing those clients? I would say, I mean, I, I would say probably like f- maybe five to 10 hours a week. Max. Really? Five, probably closer to five. That's incredible. It's been really fun. Like, it's really, really fun. <laughs> wow. For me, for me, it's the most, it's, it's so much more effective than write for me writing out these big responses. Uh, it just would take so much more time and energy sitting down with people for an hour at a time would take so much more time and energy, but because they, they complete these, these complete these exercises, I go through and I do this really, you know, in-depth website review for them. I feel like I really or I do really know their businesses. So when they're asking questions, um, I'm able to, or they're experiencing problems, I'm able to go in and and see like a very specific thing that they can change or a question that they need to ask that they're just not able to see. So it doesn't take a huge amount of time and energy for me, but it's really, really fun. And it gets them, uh, it gets them that change. And it, but the time consume the, the, the time piece has been astonishing. I've been really surprised at how little time it takes. That's amazing. Well, I mean, you've, de- you've designed it to be efficient and properly efficient too, right? Like, like I said, not automated, not inhuman, but yeah. efficient and human. And again, kind of just reflecting on my own experience with coaching, I think another thing that I really love about this is that oftentimes you're in an hour-long session with a client and you they get what they need in 15 minutes, right? And you you would love to be able to just say, okay, now go work on that. And, and I know that some coaches do, and I have mad respect for you. I am one of those people who's like, okay, so we've got an hour. What else do you want to talk about? Um, and sometimes that time is productive. Absolutely. But oftentimes it's not. And we find ourselves filling space. And what you've done is eliminate that right? So they're getting exactly what they need. You're there if they want to talk about more. It's not like, like you said, it's not like you put a cap on the amount of time that you talk about the thing that you love. Um, But you're finding a way to make that more efficient. And it's just so smart. Thank you so much. It, you know, it, it, that's exactly been it. Like my experience in one-on-one coaching was also that, you know, people have all, they have life is a rich tapestry, right? <laughs> We've got, we have so many things going on in our life. Like maybe they, I would get, I would jump onto calls with people and they would be in their car and they were, you know, in traffic and trying to get to their, you pick up their kid or they, you know, they had just had a fight with, you know, their spouse or their business partner or, and there's all this other stuff that's background noise that really uh, can, you know, it's, it's just part of the human experience and, and, but it is not productive coaching time. And the, I really like that it allows people the, the space and the autonomy to just to make their own decisions about when can they sit down? When can they like engage with this? They, they get a quick hit of super customized and human response to themselves. And then they can, you know, they can process that, do with it what they will, and then kind of come back and reflect back. I also think that oftentimes our first response, our knee-jerk response, the first answer that comes to the top of our, our mind, it just 
is not our best work. <laughs> so I would have, I would be working with people. And so much of the time when I was doing one-on-one -on -one work was spent clarifying, really going deep, trying to go deep, trying to go deeper, trying to go deeper because they weren't, they weren't getting to the, mm -hmm. the answer on their own right away. The best answer, the truest answer for themselves just because they hadn't had time to process. So I was, you know, a lot of that asking the same question five ways for me was trying to uh, speed up their processing time. And people, the you know, I don't know, the, at least the people that I work with are really smart. They're self-reflective. They're thoughtful. They care deeply about the people that they work with. You know, I just give them a little breathing room and, and they'll come up, they'll come up with the answers. They'll get to it on their own. Yeah. So smart. Okay. Um, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, and I want to talk about sort of the positioning and marketing that you've done around the indie business intensive. Uh, you've taken a fairly narrow scope when it comes to the outcome that you're working on with clients. So you, you mentioned you're really focused specifically on profitability and helping people um, really understand and attract more of their dream clients. Why did you decide to go that route of making it so specific? I, I mean, I think it, it's where I'm naturally drawn to. It's where I'm, where I'm most fascinated. Uh, it, the, I think that that's the surface level, you know, piece of it. Those are the surface level problems that a lot of us, or those are the symptoms that a lot of us are trying to, uh, at least my people are, are trying to solve, you know, they want to work with more of their, of their best people. They want to work with people that they love and they, they really want to be able to earn more, but they don't want to do it in a way that's like cheesy or sleazy or gross or, you know, so that for me, with those are the surface level problems. And but there, the deeper thing is, you know, there's so much more going on that's deeper. And, and the way that I've found that is most effective to, to actually get into those topics is to talk about those, um, is to talk about the, the main kind of issues that we're bringing people, uh, through the door. So everybody that I was talking to about my work, you know, I would, they were, everybody who was working with me earning, they wanted to increase their profitability. And they wanted to um, be more visible. And I found I've been talking about myself as a like a marketing coach for a long time. And I just really wasn't feeling like it was getting through in the same way. So I've I've kind of pivoted and thought about like on, a, you know, on a really what it is, it's people want to be able to draw their ideal customers to them. Mm -hmm. They want it to feel a little bit more effortless. They want it to feel a little bit more, um, a little bit more passive. Uh, even if they're, it just often, it just means that the work is time delayed. Uh, the results are time delayed, but they want to, um, experience that for themselves. So I focused in on that because it, it's what I'm most passionate about. It's what, my, and mostly it's from listening to, uh, listening to my customers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Jason Van Orden talks about this as being an aligned strategy where what you want and what you need and and where your opportunities are line up with what your customers are and where they're at and what they're really looking for. And when you find that overlap, everything becomes easier. And like you said, it gives you that space that you can go into the other places that you want to go. You can fix the um, sort of root causes that your clients may not be uh, aware of yet, um, but you can do it in a way where everybody's happy and everybody feels like they're working toward the same goal. So that makes a ton of sense to me. Okay, let's talk about scheduling and planning for the intensive. Um, 
how often are you opening enrollment and what are some of the kinds of things that you're doing to fill up your pipeline for this offer? Definitely. Right now, I've been doing uh, basically quarterly launches. Um, I opened it in, and again, I've I am all about experimentation. So I feel like for all of these, uh, you know, the, all of these, my answer is, well, I've tried about fifty things, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> exactly. So I started out really. So it's only it's a year old. I I wrote a, an email to my list and I, I, that was, it was a one email thing and I got, so the first, uh, official launch of it, I got about 15 people through. So we had, that was our, my first cohort. And then I had the idea that it would be an ongoing thing that people could just sign up whenever they wanted to get the support that they needed and then um, head right back out the doors, which is a zero urgency offer. And I was like, I know that. I think it's cool. And so, <laughs> so I, I like it. So I tried that. And what it, you know, I still had people signing up. But what it really was, the marketing cycle was just exhausting. I would get to the 10th of the month and I would start to panic. You know, I need to have an, an entire new um, cycle of content going out uh, to bring more people through the doors. And it it just was really burning me out. So it was a, g- a good experiment. Uh I then, you know, I kind of figured out like just lengthening the timeline. So I started doing every other month and now I'm doing uh, quarterly. What I've been doing behind the scenes though, has been working on uh, creating a, like a masterclass that people can sign up for so that I can, uh, I can do PR. I can go out and, uh, and teach people whose communities need to learn about how they can earn more, learn about attracting their people. I can go out and do those things. And then I know that I actually have a, like a marketing system behind the scenes that is, uh, that can take, uh, they can actually handle, uh, the selling process for me. So that's going to be like, that's done through a, like a live webinar. I then share, you know, I, sh- I teach, I share about my program and, uh, and then I have a follow-up sequence that handles that uh, for me as well. So I'm writing my next my next project. I, as I'm setting, I'm setting this up right now, and then my process, my project after that is uh, working on kind of setting up a, a newsletter sequence that is really highly targeted. So I'm just geeking out about my internal marketing <laughs> marketing projects a lot. But I, I think knowing that I, I have those internal systems that are you know email sequences that are going to handle this for me has been really helpful as has been just literally visualizing what my funnel looks like. And I want it to be simple. I want it to be dead simple. I want my business to make it hard for me to fail. So I'm, you know, I'm picking one main platform for me, that's Instagram. Um, and I'm, I'm doing that. And then every, and then the other side of things is PR It is just, you know, guest teaching and getting visible that everything there leads to um, like a few really good, really helpful lead magnets. And then from there, I'll invite people eventually to attend a masterclass. And that's that's the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about that. I know you just said that's the whole thing, but I think there's more done back there um, because you use the L word launch. And um, I think launch means different things to different people. And for a lot of people who think they should be launching, it means something that it shouldn't mean. <laughs> and so I want to... I, 
Yeah. Let me back up for a second too. I mean, you said when we were talking before we started recording, you said something about, I want to figure out uh, what launching looks like for me. And Mm -hmm. since that's really what this podcast is all about, um, I'd love to find out what you know so far about what launching looks like to you. When you say launch, what does that feel like to you? What does that mean to you? What what does that look like on your calendar? Can you just give us a little bit more on that? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, I know it's such a loaded term. So, you know, let's just take a deep breath collectively, picture the ocean, okay? <laughs> so for me, uh, I, I am all about minimalist marketing. I really want things to be just as effective as possible. And I want things to be manageable. I don't have a team. I occasionally work with a graphic designer, but I'm a former web designer. So I end up doing far too much of my own design on my own. (laughs) Uh, So I, for me, I, that's why it's been very helpful for me to pick where it is that I show up. So for me, that means I'm going to share about my, uh, I'm going to schedule sharing about my lead magnets onto my calendar. I'm going to have a couple graphics for those. I'm going to talk about the core issues that have to do with those things uh, on, you know, through Instagram posts, through Instagram stories, uh, which I'm sure is probably triggering guilt and other other people who feel like they should be doing those things. But for me, those are the, those are the places that I've decided to really show up. So I, I've I've really looked at how can I tell stories that are interesting and helpful around the core issues in that, uh, you know, in that are inside of my program. And I do that, you know, maybe three times a week, four times a week for a couple of weeks, uh, kind of leading people into the lead magnets. And then I have an email sequence that invites people to my masterclass. I have a couple of videos that I recorded, again, talking about the core issues that are, that my program helps with and some of the misconceptions that people have around them. So those go out the week of uh, the the week before the class. Then I announce the class and they get invited and it happens and there's some follow-up emails. It's almost entirely, um, I don't even, I, the last launch that I did in November, I didn't even post anything about the actual class itself on social media. Mm. Like it doesn't, it's not a, it's not a giant thing. It, so it can be if I want to, like I'm, I'm, that's where I'm, so I started out, I was like, I'm not even going to ma- mention the class because I just, you know, that's not how, I just don't have the bandwidth to do that right now. And that's fine. I'm picking my battles. So I've started though with, it's it's that alignment of, of really making sure that everything I do goes back to the core problems that I'm trying to help my customers solve and that are the core pieces of the program. So my lead magnet, the like big lead magnet that I just finished, I, I worked on one. It's about um, profitability mistakes, three profitability mistakes that can really uh, derail people when they're looking at packaging up their offers. So that's a core piece of the program, the profitability piece. So I have a highly aligned lead magnet and I can, I'm working first on creating the graphics for that, just a couple ones to share. And then I can step up the difficulty level and I can then add into that working on the masterclass. Like I'm a mom of a child under two. I, you know, I, I have, I have, I'm trying to keep my expectations extremely, you know, extremely, uh, realistic. And 
eventually I want to, like in the next quarter, I want to be working more with a graphic designer. I want to bring an assistant on again. Uh, but I know that those things are not prerequisites for success. Like those things are not going to stop, um, you know, they're not going to stop me from being visible and they're not going to stop me from speaking what I know to be true for my, my customers, um, into out into the world. So I'm just going to, I'm doing that the best that I can. And I'm stepping up the difficulty level notch by notch by notch. And I've also had the benefit of working with so many great business owners behind the scenes in their launches, in their websites, and, you know, on their launch messaging that I know there is no one way to launch. There is no one right way to launch. Everyone thinks they're doing it wrong. No one is doing it wrong. So whatever, you know, if you want to post one time on social media about your, your offer and say, it's a launch, you, you're not wrong. You're allowed. You can claim that. <laughs> so, and if you want to talk about it, you know, 10 times over the next five days or, you know, it go live a hundred times on Facebook and do all of this stuff and not call it a launch, you're also allowed to do that. It's just get, it's just being on topic about your offer basically. So smart. Yeah. I used to talk a lot about iterative launching and I think what you just shared is a great example of that. Looking at the pieces, looking at the layers little bit by little bit and over time, adding things in as you can, as you want to, as your capacity expands so that you're never feeling like you're underwater when you're launching um, or when you're opening enrollment or when you are actively marketing and selling, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think we just, the more we can avoid that feeling of being overwhelmed and underwater, um, the better. And I, I just love that you shared what your system is for that. Well, I think that one, it, it really, um, the fewer people who are putting their, their stuff out into the world, you know, really, I think it, it, it there is a benefit to other people, you know, talking about the, how crazy launching yes. is and how they had to buy, they spent, you know, however much, $30,000 this month on Facebook ads. And they have all of these things. Like there is an actual benefit to talking about how awful it is, right? Like it keeps other people out of the marketplace, yeah. you know? So I, I think that, uh, and those people are probably also, you know, broadcasting all kinds of other stuff that's going on. Like there's lots of, there are lots of people who are doing this, who are, who are sharing their work with the world quietly, um, in a streamlined way and it's working beautifully for them, but they're not shouting about how awful it is. So you don't know about it necessarily. I want, I want to hear more of those stories. Yeah. And those people who are sharing quietly are making lots of money. <laughs> Maybe not yes. all of them, but newsflash, the people who are louder make all making lots of money either. Right. So, uh, there are plenty of people launching quietly, selling quietly, just doing their, you know, heads down, doing their thing who are making lots of money. And it is a, a very great way <laughs> to operate. Um, all right. Unfortunately, we are ending our time here. But before we kind of start to wrap things up, um, I have one more question about kind of how this all works for you. And that's simply when you're looking at your overall business model at this point, the, the things that make up how your business works, where does the indie business intensive fit in? Where does this kind of more innovative coaching model uh, fit into the way the rest of your business runs? For me, it is the business. So awesome. I've been, again, I'm really focused on just keeping things simple. I had been working on a membership 
uh, version so that when people complete the indie business intensive, they could then uh, join a membership version version of that. I, you know what? I was working on that for most of uh, like most of the last three months, and then truthfully, my grandfather died, and I realized like I am just spreading myself so thin that I I don't have the I don't have any extra bandwidth to go around. And I'm, I'm, you know, I, I really needed to, it was very clarifying for me. And I, and a good reminder that I need to just do the first thing first. So I have shelved that and my, I'm going to probably, it'll happen later on this year, but the indie business intensive is the only thing. And that's one of the things I tell my clients too, you know, they're trying to balance all these, you know, 14 different offers and all these different things, all these different marketing schedules on these tiny teams. And I always remind them like, you know, I've only got one offer and, and it's working pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that because I am totally on team one offer <laughs> or team streamlined anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, Kyla, what's next for you? What are you excited about right now? What are you looking forward to in 2019? Oh man, definitely just becoming more visible, sharing more about this and being able to geek out with more people about their profitability and uh, and their marketing. So I've, I've just finished working on a free guide that is three profitability mistakes. And it's really specifically for people who have service-based business owner or service-based businesses or a course or are course creators. So these are the things that can really sideline them if they're not paying attention to these pieces. And they're, they're really um, sneaky. They're kind of invisible. So if you're interested in that, um, you can sign up for that at kylaroma.com slash profit mistakes. Perfect. Well, we will make sure everybody goes and signs up for that, at least everyone that it uh, applies to. Um, and uh, yeah, Kyla, this has been an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for sharing the behind the scenes about the Indie Business Intensive, how you're really rethinking your approach to coaching and strategy so that it works for you and it works for your clients. I'm just so grateful. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Find out more about Kyla Roma and the Indie Business Intensive at kylaroma.com. Plus, grab Kyla's guide to three profitability mistakes for service-based business owners and course creators at kylaroma.com slash profit mistakes. This episode was produced by me, Tara McMullen, and edited by Marty Seafelt. Our theme music is by The Shrugs. Find more than 160 stories of what's working for real small business owners at whatworkspodcast.com.